Hi, I'm John. And I'm Cecilia. Welcome to Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. Hey, Crazy Cats. Welcome back to another episode of Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. I sure hope you've got another marshmallow on a stick and a nice warm jacket. We're going to crowd around the campfire yet again and listen to another episode of Campfire Tales. And we have another caller on the line. Welcome, caller. Hi, how are you? I'm good. So tell us who you are and where you're from. My name is Sherry. I'm from Nebraska. So tell us a little bit about your story. Well, I've had just several small ones over the years. Maybe the, since about 2000, I've noticed more. So uh, since my parents passed and other relatives passed. and um, I'm going to start in, in the year 2000 when Dad died. Okay. Um, my dad didn't really... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm crying. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, my dad took off when I was a kid, and um, he didn't spend much time with me. So when he died, I went to his funeral, and my brothers were closer to him than I was because I was scared of him because he was a drinker. And um, he he was cremated, and my brothers wanted to scatter his ashes <laughs> in the river <laughs> because he loved to fish at the river and he lived on the in a fishy little fishing village okay on the riverbanks and mom and I were standing in the back of the the group of people that were scattering his ashes and uh I had a rose from his uh funeral arrangement and I threw it in the water and I noticed it was just going around in a circle, around and around. You know, it didn't go down the river. And Mom and I were watching it, and it would just go around under the dock we were standing on and then come around again and just go around and around in front of us. And it did that for several minutes, just several minutes. Uh, when we walked away, the, the rose went on down the river. Oh. And I just, I, I felt my dad was just trying to tell us he loved me. Oh, that's, that's that, nice. That's what that sounds like. Was there anything else in the river? Any other debris or anyone else tossed anything into the water? Yeah, we had, uh, oh, you know, a few, the brothers were were throwing the fl- a couple flowers in, but they weren't around. They kind of went down the river. That's why I'm asking the question. So they behave differently in the current. Right. But the rose I threw in just wouldn't go down the river. It just kept circling Mom and me. We were standing on a dock, and it was just going around and around and around. Right there around where you were, yeah. Right, until we left, and then it disappeared. Almost like an apology. Well, uh, I think he was. Um, I did visit, um, I don't know what to call this person. I don't want to say psychic. Um medium maybe um and i had her talk to my dad and he said he was sorry for everything he did with his drinking and that um he loved me so i think he was that is a very credible i know it was a hard story for you to tell but it was such a sweet story yeah it is but she also said my mom was the mouthy one <laughs> and she was talking to mom in heaven so that that was pretty funny because that was very true <laughs> i was gonna say was your mom real mouthy was she was she a talker oh my dear she was a very tough parent very strict very ornery 
yeah, she was pretty mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> she had to raise two boys. I can understand that. <laughs> well, she said I was always worse than both of them put together. <laughs> I think we were. I think that was because we were so much alike. That's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That was just one of the things that's happened to me since about 2000 that I've, I've really noticed. Do you ever get the sense that your parents are around? Do you smell their, their cologne? Their... Yeah, I smell my mom's cologne. She always wore Emerod. I remember she always sprayed it on her clothes, and she always had green stains on her clothes. <laughs> her skin was green, you know. And I can smell it sometimes, and sometimes I can smell smoke, because Dad used to smoke. Ah, that's a big Before one. he got cancer. Um, but right after she died, um, I was in her bedroom, and I was thinking, what am I going to do with her? Because I was her caregiver for the last 10 years of her life. And I thought, what am I going to do with these, with this, with their furniture and her clothes? It, I didn't want to give them away because I felt like I was losing her again. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I hear my name, like it was far away, and it was a high pitched screaming, you know, Sherry. And my mom, the last several years of her life, um, she had a surgery, and ever since that surgery, her voice changed. I think they they did. When they put the tube down her mm-hmm. for breathing, they nicked her vocal cords, yep. and it changed her voice forever. And she would always have to scream my name when she wanted me because she could, she didn't have the the vocal volume. And it sounded like her calling my name, screaming my name, Sherry. And I said, what? You know, like I always used to do, what? Right, right. That's the <laughs> appropriate we, response. <laughs> yeah, well, I a daughter with a mother, yeah. And she didn't say anything, but I know I heard her name. I was in her bedroom, and I just kept feeling her telling me, "Get rid of this stuff already. Get rid of this stuff." But you know, I didn't. It took me about three years to get rid to get rid of anything. I couldn't do it. I just shut the door. But I did. I know I heard her name. My name, I mean. I I, I know I did. And I thought, what am I in trouble for now? <laughs> I was always getting in trouble for something. I don't know what. <laughs> Wait, if, if they don't use your middle name, you're not in trouble. Well, you know, as an adult, you're, and you're still going, what? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the relationship she and I had. We were pretty close. You have great stories. I know you were worried, but your stories are great. They're so sweet and touching. Um, I mean, there's a few others, but... Um, I talk to my mom quite a bit when I have I'm troubled about something or um but I miss her a lot. Oh, I know. I know my my mom passed away 4 years ago and um actually tomorrow would be her birthday. So Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my mom was my best friend. Yeah, it's uh it it's something, you know, other relatives pass, you, you know, siblings pass, your father passes, but when your mom passes, that's the hard one. It is, because we went everywhere together, even as adults. Yeah. We, went, we argued a lot, but we went everywhere together. <laughs> well, that's how you know how much alike you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that was just the first incident that I could feel her around me. And another time I was, see, I'm, I'm a, I volunteer in cat rescue on and off over the years, and um, she would get after me for rescuing animals, you know, a lot. And uh, I was thinking about 
adopting a, a new cat, and I could feel her around me saying, no more cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I said, for no reason, I said, all right already. I just felt her telling me that. No more animals in my house. <laughs> you know, cats are better in pairs, right? <laughs> Yeah, I have two of them, and they're they're both special needs. <laughs> so uh, they keep me pretty busy. Sounds familiar. Hush. He's an angel. <laughs> He's an absolute angel. <laughs> I have one cat on seven meds a day. Oh, wow. He's 18 years old, and he's still kicking. Yep. Wow. You know what? You're an angel. No, or a sucker, one for the animals. <laughs> But, when it, when um, it comes yeah, to animals, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was another instance when I could feel her. Um, another time, I could feel her wanting me to go to her grave. And I, I mean, I would go and put flowers on her grave when I was allowed to during the different holidays, you know. But um, I, I kept feeling this draw to the cemetery, like, check out my grave, check out my grave. I thought, well, I better go check it out. I don't know what's going on here. I just have a draw. Yeah. And when I went, I noticed that she had two plots. I told my brother, I says, when you die, you're getting that one, boy, (laughs) next to mom. Um, But next to the empty plot, there was someone else's gravestone. And they had sold her extra plot to someone else. And they were getting ready to bury somebody there. How do they and do that? And I felt that? like she was drawing me there, like, get this person out of here. <laughs> I was going to say, she owned it. She purchased it. She did, but the the cemetery made a mistake, and they sold them the plot. Oh, it was a mistake. Okay. And I felt this draw to go to the cemetery. Check out my wow. Check out my, my grave. Check out my grave. And when I went, I noticed there was a headstone next to her. And I thought, wait a minute, that's her plot. Yeah, who, who's died that I don't know about. <laughs> yeah, and I, I know that was mom saying, get those people out of here. <laughs> so did it work out? Did you get them out of there? Well, gl- luckily, there was no one buried there yet. They were getting ready to. Uh, they had the, the stone there. So, yeah, I called the cemetery, and, yeah, they went, oops. <laughs> okay, good. I said, well, mom told me to come. So. <laughs> yeah, so I went. <laughs> mom sounds yeah, real I feisty. <laughs> She is. She she was a tough mother, boy, let me tell you. When I wanted to run away from home when I was a kid, I was never allowed out of the yard to play because we lived in kind of a eh, poor part of town, and she didn't want me in the in the, in the the streets. In, in the hood. So when I ran away days. from home, I went, well, when I ran away from home, I went as far as the property line and sat down because I knew if I went in the street, I I would be in big trouble. Right, <laughs> right, right. So you're going to run away to the extent that you're allowed. <laughs> yes. That's that's all. That's what I did. Yep. Sat down until Smart. I was hungry, and then I went in. <laughs> Smart. I liked the way you handled it. Yeah, we used to run away to to down the block. Into the driveway. <laughs> yeah, right down the block. Down the block. We run away down now. the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. I ran away once into the woods where I played every day as a child. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was no different than just going out to play. But you came back. <laughs> oh, of course I came back. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I went back in. I got hungry. Yeah. I had my little sack of clothes and my stuffed dog, and I sat there for I don't know how long, and I went, gee, I'm hungry. I better go in. Right? <laughs> and didn't even change your clothes or anything, right? 
<laughs> went right back in with the same thing you went out with. That's right. Yep, sounds very familiar. <laughs> I did the same thing. I think every kid runs away from home down the block. I think it's something about the TV of the 50s and 60s that we watched. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah, I do, too. The hobo with the stick and the bandana with the, all their worldly belongings over little, their little shoulder. Little Opie Taylor. Yeah, little Opie Taylor. <laughs> oh, I had a grocery sack, so there you go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were uptown. um and and uh i've had a couple feelings when i was when i've been driving and coming close to having a car accident on the interstate twice the first time was oh i don't know a few years ago and i was driving into iowa because um like i said I, i do cat rescue on and off every so often and one of the groups that i volunteer with is in iowa so I was driving over the, the Nebraska border into Iowa, and I was trying to merge, and I couldn't merge. It was going home traffic time, and it yeah. was crowded. And the, I knew the lane was going to end, and I thought, oh, my dear God, you know. And there were cars coming, and they wouldn't let me in, and I was scared to death, and I thought, I'm going to get hit. I just, I just could see cars coming at me. And then all of a sudden, I felt this warm feeling, and I could feel like an arm around my shoulder holding on to me. And I was headed for the uh, the drop-off. Then all of a sudden, I'm driving on the interstate. Nothing happened. Nobody hit me. Nothing happened. And that warm feeling went away. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So I don't know if it was my mom, I don't know if it was a guardian angel, I don't know, but I had this warm feeling and I could really feel something around my shoulder, like someone holding on to me. And then you were okay. I was fine. All yeah. of a sudden I'm fine. I was on this I was in the lane, I'm driving along and I thought, What happened? I lost like a few seconds there. Yeah. It was just the weirdest thing. That is awesome. That is awesome because it worked out for the better. It did. Yeah, it really did. Um, and then the other one was when I was driving home from work, just back this last Friday. Uh, I'm driving on the interstate going home, and the car in front of me suddenly switched lanes. And right in front of me was a rolled-up mattress from a cot, like it fell off someone's truck. Oh. Right in the middle of the lane, and I was headed right for it, and there was a car behind me. And I thought, oh, no. And I couldn't swerve because there were cars in the other lane. Right. And then I kind of, like I said, the same thing. I lost maybe a couple seconds. And all of a sudden, I was safe. I was stopped. The car behind me didn't hit me. It, it was the weirdest feeling. I just felt that same feeling again, like there was somebody holding on to me. Sounds like you have a guardian angel. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They have, they have a big job, let me tell you. <laughs> me. They usually do. It seems like they're handling it well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. They better be. <laughs> I hope they're paid well. <laughs> yeah, they must be in whatever way they're paid. Yeah. But little things like that happen every so often. My mom comes to me in a dream. Uh, was it last year? Within the year, she, she came to me in a dream, kept coming to me. And I don't remember what she was saying, but she was just coming to me. Uh and I felt this urge, like, you better get something checked out. You better get something checked out. And when I went to the uh, doctor, they had me go in for heart tests. Um, and thankfully, everything was okay. But 
I just felt the urge that my mom kept coming to me. Um, and once I got everything checked out, she didn't come in my dreams anymore. Wow. She's, she's momming you from the beyond. Yeah. I told you, she is. Mom from beyond. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah. Sherry she said she was a tough mom, but she was a good one. Let me tell you what I really like about your segment. When we started before, I think even before we started recording, you seemed a little worried you didn't have these exciting stories, right? Right. Nothing jumped out of a wall at you and tackled right. you no, in the middle. No black but blood trickled down from cracks right. in the plaster. But here's what <laughs> I, really, I really genuinely love about what you're telling us is these are everyday things. They're everyday reminders, everyday touches. And, and, and from the people, your loved ones that are closest to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that makes it just so much more special than, you know, somebody on TV running down the hall because they heard a voice in another room. Or they see something moving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't see the crazy things of things moving or sh- I don't see shadows of people. Probably because I'm half blind anyway. I can't. I have bad eyes, <laughs> but I, I don't see all that. I, I I get more feelings. Yeah. I just I just get a a, a feeling inside, or or like I said, like I heard my mom's voice screaming at me one day. I don't know what I did wrong, but she was screaming at me. That's that's uh, more I, of empathy. I, that's that's. A, <laughs> that's I mean. I find that with empathetic. Well, I find that with pets too, because right before my. My favorite cat, my baby girl, Mittens, died. A black cat came in my yard, like a, about an eight, nine-month-old kitten. For no reason, just showed up at my yard at Christmas time. Oh, wow. And um, I, ne- I finally got it, got a hold of it. And I pulled it inside, and, of course, I took it to get checked for a microchip and all that and checked with the local Humane Society if somebody had reported a lost black kitten. And they didn't, so I was going to rehome it, you know, get it vetted and re and adopt it to somebody. And uh, nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Black cats are notoriously hard to adopt out, yeah, but yeah. it was a young cat. Nobody wanted it. Um, about a few months later, my mittens died, and it just broke my heart because that was my baby girl. Yep. And I kept, so I decided to keep the young kitten. And he, he was so ornery. I swear it was my mother in a cat suit. He would jump up and down on the bed like a trampoline. He was knocking pictures off my wall. He was he was jumping on my old cat, you know, trying to play with them. Now he knocked my lamp off the tables. I mean, he it was he was. I think he was sent there to keep my mind off, you know, away from thinking about mittens. Yeah. Well, anyway, um. Mom at that time could stay alone. She didn't need a caregiver to come in so I could go to work, so I could keep her. You know, she was at home by herself. And okay. um, I would come home one day, and she'd say, you almost had cat soup for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she says, that, that blankety-blank mittens. And I said, what did she do? Well, mittens was a good girl for me. <laughs> she didn't bother anything of mine. But for Mom, when I was away, mittens Loved to unplug her TV. She knew how to pull those plugs out. <laughs> she became mischievous. <laughs> and it was only mom's stuff. So mom would get the water bottle out. Of course, this was when mom could walk around with the walker more easily, and she'd squirt her with water. And yeah. one day, Mittens got really angry with her. I come home from work, and I hear this little voice going, Will you help me? 
And I look over, and Mom's in her lift chair. Uh, she was reclined. And she goes, will you help me? That blankety-blank mittens unplugged my lift chair on the wall. <laughs> no, I can't she, get out she of the chair. She couldn't stand the, do the chair. Yeah. She said, I said, why didn't you call the neighbor? They have a key to the house. I couldn't reach the phone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she oh, no. knew enough to unplug that chair. But she never touched anything I used like that. Only things my mom used. Wow. She's just messing with your mom, man. She was she wasn't messing with her. <laughs> <laughs> was Mittens being a tuxedo black and white, but was she like did she have a lot of Siamese in her? I don't know. I don't know. She came from the the shelter I was volunteering at at the time. She was a mama cat and nobody wanted her and I could see why cuz I <laughs> went and looked at her. I found her on petfinder.com when I went to go look at her. And this was way before I got into animal rescue, you know, or even volunteering. I I thought I need a pet because I'm getting stressed trying to work and take care of mom and, and yeah. my mom being as ornery and demanding as she was. And I went to look at her because I, I loved her picture. And she she was standing in the back of the kennel staring at me, giving me this dirty look. And I thought, what a bitch. <laughs> right? A bitch of a and cat. And I went into the, the other cat, the rest of the cat room, and I thought, I'm not. There were people in there looking at a cat that I liked. I thought, oh, I'm not going to fight for a cat. You know, I never had one before. I'm not going to fight for a cat. And I thought, I'll look at mittens again. And they put her in my arms, and she crawled up to my shoulders, and she she gave me a hug. Yeah. And I said, All right, you're going home with me. So that's how I got her. But she carried that attitude with mm-hmm. her her entire life with me. Did she have kind of a long muzzle? Long pointy? No, 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 she didn't. She had, her eyes were circular, and they were bright green. I mean, they weren't yellow green, they were bright green. Okay, And then she had a black face and a pink nose, and then the white on her face was an upside-down heart Uh over her Uh mouth. I know exactly what you're, yep, I know that marking, yep. Yep, yep, she was pretty. She was real pretty, and she loved, when the boys got in an argument, and I'd break up the boys' argument, the, the boy cats. Yeah. And she'd run to the hallway, and she'd wait for them to run past them, and then she'd go, bam, bam. And you attack them. <laughs> attack them on the way by. Yeah, I, I always told my mom, I said, she's just you in a cat suit. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Well, you have been an absolute delight. I love talking to you. You were awesome. I oh, love yes. talking to people. I mean, I'm a people person. I love talking to people. And I like sharing my experiences that people that understand where I'm coming from. Because a lot of people don't understand. No, they don't. Especially when I, when I get the feeling of my mom around me. I mean, they, they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, you won't get that from us. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they look at me like I'm crazy when I say, yeah, I talk to my cats. <laughs> no, nah, you won't get that from us either. Okay, then. We have actually physically seen our big guy roaming around the house. Yep. Sherry, if you're strange, we're strange right with you. (laughs) I really appreciate you coming on and and sharing your stories. I enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed talking with you. You really are just, you're really awesome, to be perfectly honest. It's like... (laughs) Well, you understand me. (laughs) And thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for asking me to do this. This this was fun. I enjoyed it. It was fun. 
This is going to be one of my favorite episodes, I think. Yeah, mine too. Oh, well. <laughs> you have a wonderful evening. Yes. Hey, if you like what you hear, and how could you not? We are freaking adorable. Check us out as Crazy Cat Paranormal on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. The links will be in the show notes. <laughs>